0: Today, you are listening to Think Again Christian, where pop culture and Christian traditions collide with biblical truth, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, pastor of Ravensdale Bible Church and superintendent of Rainier Christian Schools, Tony Jamie. Rethinking, re-examining concepts, ideas, traditions, and beliefs in our current and past pop culture and our own Christian circles, even our own denominational beliefs. How many of you like to play games? Uh, I, I actually really enjoy playing games. My, my wife might say I don't because usually, you know, when you have a bunch of people over at the house and it's late at night and it's Friday, I'm pretty exhausted by the week. And at that point, I don't really feel like playing games. But I actually really do enjoy playing games. In fact, I've grown up in my household you know we we grew up as a family playing uh, a lot of card games like canasta and uh uh, cover your ears and even poker you know house games of poker um you know with just the chips and stuff so no no gambling involved um we played tons of board games tons of board games loved monopoly growing up uh, risk trouble you know any of those kind of board games really, really had a fun time doing that Group games, I'm not as excited about the group games, kind of like charades or I You know, I'd rather not uh, be that flamboyant. It's not really my style. And then, of course, sports. I mean, you know, I grew up, uh, you know, playing competitively uh, baseball and football. And then, you know, even just a lot of pickup games of other sports, you know, soccer and, and, and basketball. But just just love sports. You know... Sports and games, you know, they're there for recreation, for entertainment. They're, they're there for fun, right? They're, they're there for fun. Uh, and, and that's why, why we like games and we get an opportunity to, to compete. But, you know, in all games, there's winners and there's losers. There's ups and there's downs. There's, there's the process of the game, you know, and that's why so many people, you know, don't like the game of Monopoly because the process just is too long. That's one of the reasons why I actually like Monopoly, because it is long and kind of a, 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 a you know, war of attrition kind of a thing. You know, life has been described as the game, right? The game of life. Now, what does that mean? It's all just funsies? No, life, life is hard. But again, you, you can see the, the ups and downs and the competition and, and the process involved in that. And so that, that seems to make sense and life mirrors games in so many ways but but how many us how many of us really focus on on the joy of the rules of the game the rules of the game we say i love rules rules are the best but you've never heard that expression or you know you 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 get ready to play one of those board games or a game you've never played before and and, you know, there's just a big, giant fight to say, hey, who's going to read the instructions? I will, I will, I, I, I want to read the manual. No, usually we just, you know what, let's just wing it. Let's just play and we'll learn as we go, right? Uh, and then the game doesn't go so well, and so what ends up happening? Somebody takes charge and says, let's read the rules of the game. Well, unfortunately, we we have some of those kinds of hangups, right? With like rules and instructions and, and we think of them in, in negative terms. I mean, who doesn't think of, and I'm, I'm sorry, cause I'm sure some of you do this, but I mean, who, who likes the ref, you know, who likes the umpire, you know, they, everybody has a, a their, their own story about how the umpires did them wrong. And, and it's a funny thing because referees and umpires, when they go to, to training school and they take classes one of the things that they're taught is they're they're there to actually you know control the game they're there to be the, the caretakers to make sure that both sides have a good time that both sides are, are are obeying the the rules and the instructions so that they have a good time nobody thinks of referees like that they think of them as like the judges that are always wrong and all they care about is the silly little rules um You know when when I played uh, baseball, you know one one of the rules that used to just annoy me were were foul tips, right? Foul tips on a third strike. So you you've got two strikes and you swing the bat and you you know you nick the ball, but it you know ching goes right in the catcher's glove. Now being a catcher, it's all luck, okay? The catcher doesn't do anything with any skill to 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 catch the ball after a foul tip, Uh, and yet the pitcher gets strike three. Now as a hitter. I hated that rule. Who made that rule? What a dumb rule. Never once did I complain about that rule when I was pitching. Never once did I complain about that rule when I was catching. But even to this day, I have a hang-up with that rule, and really uh, it benefits the pitcher and the catcher and, and unfortunately doesn't benefit the hitter. But I could only imagine being there pitch after pitch after pitch. Um if it didn't count. And so there's reasons for it. Well, there's other weird stuff, you know, that, you know, we, we have these rules in sports, you know, I think of basketball and the point cards dribbling down. He's getting ready to go make an uncontested layup or slam dunk. And all of a sudden there's a little moisture on the floor and he slips and whoosh, traveling. And we think, oh, that's so unfair. Well, that that's the rules, the rules of the game. And it is fair because he can't do that you know or imagine if uh, a running back was was running and and he cut the corner and just barely stepped out of bounds and you say well it was only by a hair why does that matter well why not a foot why not 2 feet why not 3 feet uh it counts it matters and maybe it was that hair that allowed him to 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 sneak around the the opposition that was getting ready to tackle him see Rules like these have, have burned all those who love sports. But without the rules, we would have no guidelines. We, we would have no parameters. Um, we, we could violate them. And, and how would the games go? It would be ca- chaos and anarchy. And we've all seen this on the playground. See, the rules, if they could change during the middle of the game, would, would it'd be anarchy. You know, imagine you, you go to tag a runner. You, you can't do that. <laughs> what do you mean I can't do that? No, you, you can't do that anymore. You, you know, you've, you've got to, at least two people have to touch the ball before you tag me out. Well, who said that? Well, I just invented it. I mean, that, that sounds insane, doesn't it? So what makes a sport actually so beautiful is that each team has the same rules by which to compete with. And so the game becomes fair for both sides. They know what the rules are. Uh, they play under the same rules. And, and they have the rules of the game. And so with that, there's, there's, there's great understanding then of how are we going to go about playing this game? Well, we all play under the same guidelines? There's other reasons for, for rules like safety. You know, I mean as an athlete, I never thought about safety. I just go out and play, and that's part of the reason why there's so many injuries in sports because especially with kids, they they think they're invincible, right? Until they break something and then they realize, "Hmm, maybe I shouldn't do that." So so I want us to think about rules in a different way so that we'll we'll have joy in the game of life. Rules are good. The rules of the game are good. They they set guidelines. Guidelines are, are, you know, there, there's a path, there's a, there's a road or a course to take. If you stay on the path, if you stay on the course, um, th- then, then you'll get to the finish line. And I think of the Wizard of Oz, right? H- how do we get to Oz? Follow the yellow brick road. What if you don't follow the yellow brick road? Well, it's going to be a problem. The biggest problem is you're not going to get to Oz because that's the only way to get to Oz. So follow the instructions, this is the teaching side of rules the the information side you don't know see this is where kids get you know frustrated because they want to open up this brand new board game but they don't know what the rules are and they're too impatient to read the rules so they just want to dive in and start playing well the rules then give us the standard the order the regulations they they teach us uh, how to conduct ourselves and 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 how to move forth in action. and so those guidelines are very important, very important in understanding the rules of the game. well in in a game we you know generally speaking we're, we're trying to have a good time, we're trying to have fun. so the the social part of of life, you know, the the amusement side, the the joy, the 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 playtime, well rules help us to enjoy life the right way. See, this is a great problem that we face in society right now because man wants to do what's right in his own eyes. He doesn't care how he violates somebody else as long as it's fun to them. You know, as long as if I impose my will, my desire upon you, and as long as I have a good time, as long as I satisfy my selfish desire, who cares? Doesn't matter if it breaks law, it doesn't matter if it's right, it doesn't it, do whatever you want. Well, no, that's society, you know, we live in a civilization people, right? And in that civilization, we have rules. I mean, imagine, you know, driving wherever you wanted to drive on the road. I don't like red lights. So, I'm just going to I'm just going to drive wherever I want, however I want, how fast I want. I'm the only one. If just one of us did that, it would create a parking lot on the five freeway. Right. And unfortunately that's what happens sometimes. And so the fun is gone. The fun is gone. And, and sin is, is the world's way then of, of challenging God's rules. I don't like the way you've set up life. You came to give life and, 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 and make it joyful and abundant, but I don't like your rules. God, I think I'm going to have fun my own way. You know, just coming in here, I've, you know, saw this big giant sign, you know, the, the recreational marijuana. You know, the, 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 the world wants uh, their way of fun. Who's it going to hurt? And just talk to the millions of people whose lives have been devastated by that. And then protection. There's great protection in the rules of the game. You know, we, 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 we don't want, we, we have all the kids wear helmets, right? Why? So they don't crack their heads. Uh, the, the game is, is, is designed a certain way, but there's, there's certain traps. There's certain dangers. And, and, and so we, we create some of the rules are there just, just for safety reasons. They protect us from physical harm. Well, as I mentioned before, the, the refs are there to, to help out with that, to, to control to, to maintain, uh, you know, the integrity of the game, and at the same time, the safety of the game, and the point of the game is to have fun. See, God is is not a killjoy. God's rules are there; the rules of the game of life are there from God uh, to set the course, to give us joy so that we can have fun. They're also there for our protection. You know, you see the sign, it says, no trespassing. Well, now when I was a kid, that meant go over the fence because something over there is really super cool and fun and you, you, know, you don't know about it. Now that I'm older, I realize, no, there's danger over there. That's why they don't want the kids to climb the fence. And God operates the same way. And so when we come back, we'll, we'll take a look at more about what God has to say about rules of the game. Since their small beginnings in 1963, the ministry of Rainier Christian Schools has been dedicated to educating and developing each of their students for the glory of God. And it's more than just a school. Rainier Christian Schools is actually an entire school district, with three schools serving the areas of Kent, Auburn, Covington, Renton, and Maple Valley. The Christ-centered environment weaves God's truth through everything they do, from top-notch academics all the way through their competitive sports programs. Learn more at RainierCSD.org or call 425-255-7273. That's 425-255-7273. Contact Rainier Christian Schools today. Welcome back. You're listening to Think Again Christian. Sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, Tony Jamie. Rules of the game. So many of us have grown up despising rules. Loathing rules. We don't like them. We want to violate them. We don't want to read the rules. We just want to... We want to wing it. Well, let me tell you, you've lost your winging at privileges. When you wing it, nobody has fun. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And in some ways, we can look at the Bible and we can look at Scripture and, and say, hey, here's the rules of the game of life. Operate under these rules and you will live a great life. When you violate God's law, when you violate God's rules, that's when you see real tension that's when you see consequences that's when you see the the ripple effect and the, and the ramifications of some sin that that can last a very very long time well when I first thought about what what holiness uh, is I, I, I thought of things like you know godlikeness you know perfect blameless without sin and then I started to think of the, about some of the men that I that I knew that I would describe as holy and, and I came out with a different list. Um, because I didn't meet anybody that was perfect and sinless and 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 never you know n- never making a mistake, but i but I knew some godly people, and so I asked myself, well, what makes them holy and you know part of it was well, their view of sin while they may have sinned, they hated that sin, there was genuine remorse and sorrow, uh, their mind was constantly on the things of the lord and uh, they were consistent and selfless and, and servants and, and they really truly practiced what they preached. Uh, basically, holy men were, were obeyers of the rules. They were the ones that they wanted to follow God's instructions. They wanted to ask, well, what does the Bible say? And you know, I'm not going to do that because the Bible is against that. I don't know why the Bible's against that. I don't know why the Bible's saying that premarital sex is bad. I don't know why the Bible says that that getting drunk is bad, but it does. And so the wise ones, the holy ones, just obey the rules. They live out what the Bible teaches, especially the daily spiritual disciplines like reading and praying and meditating on God's Word. Acts 5.29 talks about obeying God rather than men. How many of us really have a mindset of, if I'm here to obey God rather than men rather than tradition rather than my philosophy rather than culture rather than even my mom and my dad, I'm here to obey God, his rules, his laws, his statutes, his commandments. so what's the point well how do, how do we compare holiness and and obeying with like, you know, obeying little rules. You know, well, what is, what does what does obeying or following little rules say about your your spiritual maturity, your your greatness, your 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 giant spiritual growth with little tiny little rules. Well, what does breaking little rules say about your spiritual maturity? I'm always baffled and blown away. And I was just teaching in at school yesterday and we were talking about the, the fall and the the original sin of Adam and Eve. And, and and when you just reduce it down to the simple, small, little sin of eating fruit. They had, they had fruit. I mean, what mom doesn't want you to eat fruit, right? You know, it was just at the doctor and he's asking, are you eating your fruit and vegetable every day? And this is the fall? This is the great sin of mankind? Well, yeah, because they violated God's law that he very clearly gave. And in essence, they are looking God in the face and saying, I don't want to listen to you, God. I have different rules for my game. I have a different way to find pleasure. I have a different way to find joy. I'm going to do what I want. That's why it becomes so bad. And so we're called to, to trust and obey God rather than man, to trust and obey his rules and to follow them And so, you know, James one twenty five talks about not being a forgetful hearer, but an effectual doer, which means be a doer of the rules of the game. Now, some of us hear the rules and we know the rules and then we violate the rules. You know what we call you? Cheaters. You're cheating. Well, you may cheat the system, but you're not going to cheat God. God has rules and he sees what you're doing. Joshua 1 at 1-8, and one of the continuous patterns that we see in the Old Testament when ruler would pass on a ruler, they would, they would go back and pass on the scriptures and the word and, and, and tell the, the next person, do not let God's word depart from your mouth. Be careful to do according to all that is written. So take the rules, but don't just take the rules, obey the rules as well. And again, we see how important rules are in 2 Timothy 3.16, that all Scripture is profitable for teaching, for correction, for reproof, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be approved. So these rules then become absolutely essential, absolutely essential for us as believers. One of the amazing things we see at, at Rainer Christian School is that the, the kids, I mean, they're dialed into rules. Now they may like to break them or stretch them or test them, but, but man, I mean, they're dialed in. You, you go and you teach a class for the first time. And I mean, if, if you don't cover how you grade and, 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 and when homework is due and how much homework there's going to be and is the assignment fair and what are the clear instructions and what are the guidelines and what are your expectations? I mean, if you don't lay that all out, there, there's, it's, it's like a strike. You didn't say it was due then. You, you didn't say that you, you wanted three. You, you didn't say any. So I gave you one, even though the first 10 times it had always been three. And so they want clearly defined rules. And maybe part of them wants to, to bend or break them. But, but really at the core, and they don't even realize it, they they want clearly defined guidelines. And we all do. We all do. And, and when they have the guidelines, then they can have a great and fun experience. They, they, they can have victory and triumphing and, and get A's, right? and be, be rewarded for doing well in school. And some of those rules are, are again, are, are there to, to protect them and, and to provide a safe and secure community for our students. And so students aren't allowed to participate in certain activities. Illegal activities, harmful activities, activities that are detrimental to other students. Uh, At Rainier Christian Schools, we have what's called the Mustang Way. And and within the Mustang Way is the Code of Conduct. And one of our first codes of conduct is use words that uplift. Well, when you have a Code of Conduct like that, that, that's going to take away from things like bullying or gossip or slander or strife. Now, it doesn't fully prevent because we all know that the law is there to show us uh, what the standard is, but it can't prevent sin. But at least they know what it is. Could you imagine if, if we didn't tell them the guidelines? We didn't tell them how we graded? Uh, we didn't tell them when school started? We didn't tell them what each class's expectations were? It wouldn't work. And, and, and then we set up these parameters to protect them from things like themselves. Because students can, can get lazy. Students can get unorganized. They can become discontent. And, and you know, they don't, they don't see the importance of studying, you know, all the different subjects, right? So they love art, and that's all they want to do all day is art. And so we, we protect them from, you know, just not being cocooned into, into one general area. One of our, you know, our mission statements to develop, to educate and develop the whole person the whole person for the glory of God. We want them well-rounded in many different ways, but we have to work very, very hard, especially with, you know, so many students that want to, you know, focus in on maybe it's sports or music or uh, SATs or whatever it is. And those are great things to do. It's great to specialize, but it's it's also rewarding to make sure that that they're trying new and different things so so that they can, um, you know, have a comprehensive Education, ironically, uh, every student knows when the other students violate the rules. It's it's a great thing. I mean, the the other students are are great policemen. I mean, they're awesome. They'll point fingers. They'll they'll say things in class and and really make sure that teachers know. Hey, somebody's not in dress code. Hey, somebody showed up late. Somebody left campus early Uh, because they they have a sense of. Of, of wanting the rules to be honored. Another sense, yes, is self-serving because they're thinking to themselves, well, I want to come late. I want to leave campus. I want to do that. But they they operate so much better when there's rules. So what's the proper response to rules or what's the proper response to authority? When we play games, we, we should appreciate the rules. But but in this context, we, we – we should appreciate the one who gives the rules. The one who gives our rules, the one who gives the rules for us is is the Lord God Almighty. He gives the rules. And so we, we follow and obey God's law and, and God's statutes in the Bible. But we should also look at those who are the instructors or those who, who read the rules and those who, who set the tone, the referees, the the officials, the, the person who who reads the instructions you know, right before you're going to play the game, we should have an appreciation for them. And we tend not to. We, we tend to make fun of those people. We should also respect the game. That's one of the things you hear in baseball, respect the game. Part of respecting the game is, is respecting those rules and playing by the rules, playing by the rules. Now, we don't become just... Blind slaves to the rules right like 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 the legalists now that's not what we're talking about and that's a different subject but we respect the game by following and obeying and upholding the rules of the game and I want you to think about before you complain about God's laws remember that they provide us with, with, with the blueprint for life God's smarter than you God can see down the road god knows the ramifications of of what can happen if you partake in certain activities and so he set guidelines to help you so that you can have fun and prosper and enjoy life but also to protect you so for a safe joyful and obedient life think again about the rules of the game you've been listening to think again christian Sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools and Tony Jamie. Rainier Christian Schools serves preschool through high school with three locations in the Renton, Maple Valley, Covington, Kent, and Auburn areas. For more information about Rainier Christian Schools, www.rainiercsd.org or call 425-255-7273.